It's going to happen in three minutes. Mark Tapper sat on the edge of his son's bed and tried to comfort the eight-year-old. He considered calling an ambulance, but didn't know if what Jeremy was suffering from qualified as an emergency. He decided to wait for his wife to get home, since she'd be there in just a few minutes anyhow. She'd left work early when the school called, but Mark was able to get to Widowsfield Elementary to pick Jeremy up first. What's going to happen in three minutes? Mark glanced at the clock on the nightstand that displayed 3.11 on the stomach of a Batman figurine. I told you, said Jeremy. The desperation in his voice terrified Mark. The skeleton man's coming. I don't know what that means, kiddo. Help me out here. Mark tried to wipe sweat from his boy's brow, but Jeremy jerked away as if frightened by contact. Who's this skeleton man you keep talking about? He's coming, and then everyone's going to go crazy. Dad, I don't want to kill you again. The statement was more than a little disconcerting. Mark stood up and put his hands on his head in exasperation as he stared down at his quivering child. He'd tried to stay calm through all of his son's outbursts, but he couldn't take it anymore. That does it. Mom can meet us at the hospital. Do you think you can walk, or do you want me to call an ambulance? This manic episode had confounded the school nurse, and it was getting worse the longer it went on. When Mark picked his son up from school, Jeremy had simply been crying, but now his mania had gone from concerning to disturbing. There's no time. I can already hear his teeth. Jeremy looked at his father and chattered his teeth as if he was freezing cold. Then he looked at the clock and they both saw the time change. 3.12. Jeremy put his hands under his pillow and bunched it up so the sides covered his ears. He clenched his eyes shut and continued to weep. You should just kill yourself. Make it easy. Just shoot yourself in the head and get it over with. You can't handle what's coming. No one can. Mark was frantic now. His hands were shaking, and he rushed out of the room to compose himself. The last thing Jeremy needed to see was his father breaking down. Mark felt helpless and terrified. Something was happening to his son, and he had no idea how to fix it. When he'd been called in by the school, he expected to hear that his son had thrown up or got in a fight or anything other than this. Jeremy had never shown signs of a mental disorder, and Mark was utterly unprepared for what was happening. He broke down after he closed his son's door, but there was no time for weeping. He rushed down the stairs to get the phone and call 911. The cord on the kitchen phone stretched long enough to accommodate his pacing as he listened to the automated voice tell him that his call would be taken in the order it was received. He glanced at the green numbers displayed on the microwave's clock. 313. Widowsfield County 911, said a woman's voice on the phone. What is your emergency? She sounded elderly and kind, immediately affable. Mark didn't know where to start. Hi, my name's Mark Tapper. Howdy, Mark, said the operator. What's your emergency? He'd been struggling to answer that question himself and had trouble relaying it to her. It's my son, Jeremy. I got a call from his school because he was having a, like, I guess a mental breakdown or something. I don't really know. I had to pick him up early from school because he was crying and talking about how someone named the Skeleton Man is coming.
He chuckled out of nervousness and felt embarrassed for it. The clock held steady at 3.13, seconds away from the time that Jeremy had warned about. It's okay, sir. We can get someone out there if you'd like. Mark stared at the clock, dreading the coming change. Sir? She asked after he didn't respond. What's your address? It changed. 3.14. Nothing happened, and Mark breathed a sigh of relief. He didn't know why he was so scared. Sorry, what was that? The operator didn't respond. Hello? Asked Mark. She gurgled on the other line, a wet, throaty expulsion of sound, as if the woman had started to choke. Then he heard a shrill scream. Someone else in the operator's office had become frightened. 